everybody, and welcome back to Expand Cool, where we dive deep into the things that we think are worth talking about. I'm Kevin. And I'm Sam. And today we're talking about Firefly and Serenity. Oh, yes. You know, the old space opera spaghetti western that was cut <laughs> long before its time, <laughs> but was also ahead of its time. So we can at least be thankful for that. Very true. Why are we talking about this today, Sam? I absolutely love this series and um, movie. I grew up watching this with my dad and my brother and sister. And in my mind, I would love the future to be a space western. To me, that is ideal. That is amazing. <laughs> Sure, you don't want to go true Western because then we're kind of reverting back. You still want to go forward. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so like... That's fair. Yeah, and I don't know. Whenever I think about this show, it like is very unique with having, you know, the Western future theme. I don't think I've really seen that before. And then also adding into that the whole also speaking, you know, Chinese because there's a, you know, Sino-American alliance or whatever. And so, like, that mixture is very interesting. Yeah, I like the show has, you know, a lot of grand ideas about it. Like, it explains, like, at the beginning of every episode, like, what the landscape is like and why all the planets are, like, the way they are and... You know, that it is a very sci-fi show, but at its heart and soul, it is very much a spaghetti western. Like, Definitely. It's, you know, it's a crew of cowboys who are trying to find work, and that's really the basis of the show. I wouldn't even... I would liken it more to a western than, like, a Star Trek. Because, oh, agreed. You know, even though most of the show takes place on the ship, it's not at all the same dynamic. And the music is integral to that i i love that the music is almost entirely just western it's not even like a it doesn't even attempt to be a fusion it's just (laughs) like no this this is a western and it happens to be in space yes and i yes like the main theme for the show Ugh, i love it so much (laughs) yeah it's very like that kind of thing if you were listening to that theme you and you didn't know what show it was you'd be like well i'm about to watch a western like yep. <laughs> I, I i'm about to see like clint eastwood or you know right. john wayne something's gonna happen <laughs> someone's gonna shoot someone yeah and a spaceship flies out and you're like whoa what oh, wait a second <laughs> yeah i yeah. i love the theme and the um little intro that they have along with the theme where at the very end of the intro they show you know the spaceship flying like above a herd of running horses like what (laughs) right yeah like that's a pretty pretty good depiction of the show um i I actually remember reading a a thing i think joss whedon was talking about like uh a couple scenes of the show that like truly encapsulated the type of show that it was and yep and the (laughs) one specific one that i completely agree with is in an episode where uh mal gets thrown out of the bar window and it's a and it's a hologram <laughs> like, yes! that's that is like the yep. perfect sci-fi western blend right there yes it really is it it yes it definitely is a picture perfect moment of like what this future now is 
<laughs> right. Absolutely. Um, Another thing I really like with this show is like, you know, besides just being the Western, it has a lot of details and it's sci-fi like upbringing, like you said, the like Sino-American alliance. Um, it's they've got their own invented swear words, you know, <laughs> that they've developed like right. Goram instead of goddamn yep. <laughs> things of that nature. Um, it's like a very lighthearted, you know, at its just surface but it mm-hmm. does have a significant amount of like depth in terms of like the lore and like what's actually built this universe which is really cool. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> How do you feel about like the cast of characters, the main characters in this show? I think that they did a really good job of who they chose to play each character. I mean, granted, I don't have, you know, any other options to like <laughs> compare against, but Um, I feel like whenever I think of, you know, Malcolm Reynolds, captain and former sergeant, like, I feel like Nathan Fillion does an amazing job with that role. Like, he, I don't know, whenever I picture Malcolm Reynolds, like, I can't, I can't really picture any other actor. And that's not really just because he's obviously played by Nathan Fillion, but I think that I don't know. He did such a great job with fulfilling the role of Malcolm Reynolds and what he stands for. Um, I think that with, unfortunately, with Fox's fiddling around with the show, um, Joss Whedon wasn't able to fulfill Mal's character in the way he wanted to. But I think you get the idea that Mal is, he cares deeply about his crew and his ship, but he's definitely not one to be trifled with. Yeah, I think you just kind of hit it there. Nathan Fillion, if I think about him as an actor, like for me, it's it's not so much that like, oh, if I think about Mal, I think about Nathan Fillion. I think about, okay, Mal, you know, is this this rugged ship mm-hmm. captain who was a former sergeant. But on top of that, it's like at his, at his core in terms of how he acts, he either is, you know, flippant, sarcastic, you know, like almost jokey, or... He's deadly serious, and he's very rarely, you know, not one of those two. Mm -hmm. And I think there aren't many actors I could think of that would be able to play both of those so well. But Nathan Fillion does a very, very good deadly serious, Mm -hmm. but also is comedic at heart and has been in several, you know, comedic things and is the goofball when he wants to be. (laughs) And... I can't think of many other actors that I think could fill both halves of that equation that well. And Nathan Fillion, yeah, nails it. Like, he's perfect for both halves of that character. Yeah. Um, and in, in terms of the rest of the cast, like, I agree. I think, you know, each each actor portrays their role very well. But I think the bigger thing here is that the combination of them, of this cast, is phenomenal. Like, they were trying to get a group of people who would have good chemistry together and holy cow this cast has (laughs) insanely good chemistry and it's obvious from watching the show that you know these guys clearly have a lot of fun doing this together oh yeah and i i remember reading somewhere that like joss whedon wasn't worried about getting people back to do more he was worried about getting someone to like support it you know monetary wise because like the crew is just so 
like you were saying, like, compatible and just really great chemistry between all of them. And I feel like if you changed any of that, it would fall apart. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, um, like, I love Joss Whedon, and I love a lot of the works he's been a part of. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I I wouldn't say that this show survives, not that it did, but I mean, <laughs> is good, like, because of its writing primarily. Like, not that I think it's poorly written. The characters bring it to life. Like, if they yes. weren't good, we wouldn't appreciate it as much. Exactly. Like, I think that this show has passable writing. Like, in the sense that, like, there's very few times in the show... And I don't mean necessarily in terms of dialogue. I mean more in terms of, like, scripts and, like, how the plot progresses in each episode. Like, right. I think most of the episodes, the plot is... It's good enough. It never makes me go, oh my gosh. It never makes me go, oh, this is really bad. Right. There's not like huge overarching thing except for like one or two things. But then like the actual within the episode is more of just a, okay, we have a job. We're going to go do this job. Oh, shit goes wrong. Like it's not. Right. It's it's a pretty formulaic overall. Right. Like it's, you know, even though we've talked about like, you know, the whole sci-fi element that it's got all this cool stuff and work and things working around it and with it but i think each episode has a pretty straightforward plot start to finish and is made very good by the fact that the plot is constantly following this cast and that i want to see more of them like anytime you know we've got crew members on screen is a great moment definitely I think they carry the crap out of this show. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, I mean, anytime there's, like, the the side people that are, you know, not part of the crew, really, I'm like, oh, I want to see more of the crew. Like, I'm not necessarily like, oh, these people suck, but, like, you know, it's just you've been following them, this crew, and, like, this, you know, quote-unquote family. And they're all extremely charismatic. Yes. Like and I think that's I think that's why one of my my favorite if on, maybe my only favorite side character in the show is Jubal Early because yeah. <laughs> because he has charisma and you know mm-hmm. I want I want him to you know not die at the end of that episode I want him to come back and what the show doesn't well, exist but just a side thing he does come back in the comics. <laughs> Yeah, but where is he in the show? Just though? an aside. <laughs> well, the show doesn't exist, but if it did, he would have but come it, back. Well, exactly, because like, but again, I think that role is not carried because of the plot of the episode or how it's written. It's right. the actor doing a kick butt job in that role <laughs> yes. and making me now suddenly love this this random bounty hunter who I don't care about. Right. I only care about because the acting is that good. Yes. One of my favorite episodes, I think, and I think it's just because of how ridiculous it is, is, so that's one of my favorite episodes, but then one of my other favorite episodes (laughs) is the shindig. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Where Mal has to duel (laughs) with swords. Yes. (laughs) Like, just... 
the idea of that is, like, hilarious. And then, like, the fact that they're at this party and, like, Kaylee's hitting it up with all these, like, older guys who are, like, oh, engines. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, I don't know why, but every time I watch that episode, I just am smiling and laughing and so excited the entire time. I think, like, even even though it's a duel at the end, like, most even even the duel itself and the rest of the episode is very fun. Like yes. that episode is mostly just about having fun moments and fun dialogue and just like like you said I'm watching all the characters. Yeah, it's and it's less serious. Like it's yes, it's a duel, you know, he might die, but like it's, you know, it's more fun rather than oh, we're going to die in space by reavers. Like <laughs> Right, right, exactly. Like, and everyone's making a joke of it as he's like, oh, I'm about to go to this duel. Like, right, exactly. Yeah. And I love when he comes back to the ship and he's like, wow, look at these, this bunch of lazy, like, people just lounging around. <laughs> right. Like, we were going to save you, Cap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That It's, it's oh. a very lighthearted episode overall. And I think the, you know, the style of the show lends itself not necessarily to not serious moments but it is amplified by the fun loving moments that cast right because like they have a lot of serious moments because the show is definitely more like these people are trying to survive in this world run by this government force that they don't want to really be a part of because they don't want to be controlled um and so like you know them trying to get by on what they can and things always going wrong (laughs) right yeah and yeah like i i feel like it makes the lighthearted moments more even more you know loving and grand <laughs> right yeah because you know how crap things are <laughs> around, <laughs> right. so <laughs> like what's what's funny is that on um, like a, a di- another episode that i really enjoy even though it's a very dark episode is the uh, out of gas episode where they have an explosion happens and then their life support is knocked out and you know Mal's like okay get you guys need to leave like try and find help and you know all the I think that the reason why it's such a great episode is with it having all the flashbacks so that you can mm-hmm. see you know the origin story of how the crew got together and like all of that I think that really makes it like a really great episode for character development. Yeah, I agree. I really like that episode as well. And twofold, one, it, I agree with you because of the flashbacks and the character development, but also because like we talked about that that episode does a great job of depicting just how crap this world is and right? how scary and being in space can be. <laughs> yeah. Like, that they're just going to freeze to death on this floating ball of metal. And that's, that sucks. (laughs) And no one will find them like in time, likely, you know, like, yeah, yeah, it's, and, and the people who, and then people, the people that do like try to kill them. Yeah. Try to kill them. (laughs) They're assholes. (laughs) This world is rough. Yeah. Not a forgiving world to say the least. Did, did you like any of the side characters? Um, I wasn't really a fan of Saffron. She was eh. Badger was entertaining for the most part. Like he's just this Irish man. I like, like that he actor was a just... lot. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Whenever I see that actor, I'm like, ooh, I like this. I like this guy. Mm-hmm. He's good. <laughs> um, 
And he's also not very prevalent. Um, <laughs> right? Yeah, I I like appreciated Niska, even though he's kind of like the stereotypical Russian like right. mobster kind of guy, mm-hmm. and like really evil, <laughs> like like just evil for evil's sake. Yeah, like. Like, I appreciated that fact that they just went for it and, you know, did it. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see. We, I think we in terms of about... bad guys, I feel like the uh, the operative in the he's, movie in Serenity is, is way better of a bad guy. Oh, than yeah. I mean, I mean, we get him for a longer amount of time. But, True. like, I, he's just yes. a, a better character. For well, sure. he's he's more, like, there's layers to him. He's not just, like, a an evil character, you know? Yeah. Like He's not just a bad guy. Yeah, like I was I was uh I mean granted he was technically only in one and then part of an episode Niska, but like Right. Yeah, I feel like I didn't really need to see him a whole lot whereas like the operative I was like, you know, this character is interesting. Like he is talking about how he's trying to make the world a better place and like sin free and all this stuff and he acknowledges the fact that he's a terrible person. He's a monster. He cannot live in this world he's trying to create. Like Right. He's not like completely blinded to the fact that he's doing bad things. But at the same time, like, you know, spoilers obviously, but like same time at the end when he's like forced to watch you know what is the secret i feel like it's harder to see that rather than hear it you know what i mean yeah. like mm-hmm. he's experiencing it firsthand from people who you know it happened to and realizing oh shit these people that i'm you know helping might not be this. the good the good guys. <laughs> like <laughs> might not be caused, as free from sin as he thinks. Yeah, like they caused this entire like sub race of humans to go insane and be cannibals and hunt people down and be completely ruthless and shit. I was a part of that potentially. <laughs> like right, it, yeah. Or I'm very associated with the people who Oh well, yeah, this. exactly. Like he, you know, probably wasn't involved in the actual, you know, terraforming and all right. that specifics, but yeah. Like he's with the people who are trying to protect that information. <laughs> mhm. Yep. He's on the wrong side and he at least acknowledges it, for sure. Right. Um yeah, no, I was actually reading some information about so he actually in the comics comes back. And joins the crew. <laughs> hey, why not? Interestingly enough. But, uh, yeah, no, I think that he's a very interesting um, multi-layered bad guy. Obviously, if the show would have gone longer, we would have had more with the blue-handed people, the nitrile glove wearing yeah, people. Yeah, but... we see them, like, twice total, once total? Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> twice. Like, two separate yeah. episodes, but yeah, yeah. that's, like... It and it's funny because uh, one of them is an actor that I recognize and I don't. Yes, I don't know his You're name, right, but he's like recognizable. <laughs> yes. Oh one no, I know you... that's totally fine. But yeah, he's like I feel like he plays like side random bad guys in other movies or shows too. But like it's a living. Yeah, but like they're like 
the the ep- the hospital episode, the hospital heist episode, where they you know go in so that the doctor, so Simon can uh, you know check on his sister's brain, and then they can also get this great big amount of medications and all this to sell on the black market or whatever. Um, my gosh, like whenever they pulled out that weird like like sonic weapon, s- yeah. And I was trying to look to see if they were wearing, like, some sort of ear things. Yeah. But like, I couldn't hey, see dude. anything. Like, are, do they just have, like, some sort of weird... I don't know. I That, that episode knows, has dude, always interested hands. me. They're, they could be just... They could be anything. <laughs> blue hands? They have nitro gloves on. <laughs> I, they, they don't look quite like just normal gloves. Yes, they, they do. Like, yes, they do. They, they look a little fishy to me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, they're not just normal people. I every time I hear the line from River where she's like two by two hands of blue, I'm like, oh god, <laughs> shivers. <laughs> <laughs> Get out, uh, plug your ears. Right? Yeah. Like, and and whenever uh, Jane is with them, and he's like, we should go this way, and then he hears screaming, and he's like, oh, <laughs> nope, no, <laughs> <laughs> we should go the other way. We should not. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that I really like that episode. I mean, yeah, like we talked about earlier, it was really stupid that Mal let Jane go with them <laughs> with yeah, uh, Simon I, and River. But <laughs> I, I get frustrated by Jane just because, like, I never <laughs> and I and I think this could be an intention of the show uh, in some respect, but it's like he's the type of character that you don't know if you want to be rooting for at any point. Right. Like, that in one moment you're like, Jane! And then the next moment you're like, Jane! <laughs> like, Jane! <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, from episode to episode or just moment to moment, he'll switch between them. And I feel like he's done enough bad crap, especially to the crew, that it's there's got to be a stopping a limit? point, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, Mal. You got... I know he threatened him, like, throwing him out of the ship or whatever, but... Right. After that, if he does another thing, it's like... Mm. Yeah, like, I don't know if there's really anything else he does that's big after that in the in the I actual mean, season. Big for Jane, probably not. Right, but. yeah. But, like, big is in, like... Probably just tries know, to kill River again. Probably. <laughs> like, in the movie, oh my god, when he, like, yep. is like, I'm gonna go fucking kill her. <laughs> like, yep. Um... Smooth move, Jane. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, he's a he's a weird character in that like i i like i like his character not in terms of like oh he's so likable but like right but like his character like is entertaining place, and yeah mm-hmm. he 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 sticks with the fact that he is in it for the money like that's his reason for being with this crew. Like, at, at right. least ha- what he says is his reason. Right. Like, sometimes. Then, <laughs> he's wishy-washy. But yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like his character development would have been much better, obviously, if there was more. <laughs> sure. Okay. I want to jump to the movie. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you love the series. Yes. How did you feel about the movie as a whole? Um... I enjoyed it. Not com- not compared to the series. I mean, just as a movie. Right. Like, I enjoyed it um, because I've seen the series so much. Uh, there's, like, some of some things in the movie that really bother me. Like what? So, okay. The very beginning, 
The opening scene where Mal and Simon are arguing. Yes. Okay. Mal is insisting that he, he they're not a part of his crew. Even though in the episode that we just talked about, Ariel, he's like, they're part of my crew. Yes. <laughs> so, like, that is such a big inconsistency that, like, it's just so blaringly obvious. I'm like, why did you do this? It feels like, to me, my guess... This doesn't excuse it whatsoever because I completely agree that as soon as that happened, I was like, this is supposed to be after the last episode. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, um, yeah, it, there's time in between, but still. <laughs> like, we, we should have, we've already got, we've already done this <laughs> once before. Yeah. Um, I feel like my guess is just like they need that inciting thing that, yes. of conflict. Like, that they needed I, this yes. conflict, and that they knew that the whole plot of this movie was going to be around Simon and River, right. so that they figured they're not going to have them, like, fight with Kaylee, so, right. <laughs> or, you know, they'll, like, it's going to be Mal, even though we've already gotten past that, they, I, it doesn't make sense, but I, I, yeah. I get Simon arguing the point of her going with them, but I don't get Mal's argument of you're not a part of this crew, like, you're just passengers. I'm like, guy. <laughs> One way, and maybe it was just, like, written or executed poorly, but I think I think maybe the intent could have been, and not that I agree with this either, but maybe the intent could have been that he's claiming that River is not part of the crew. So, like, Simon has earned his keep, like, as the doc, and he right. is part of the crew, but River doesn't do anything. Yeah, and maybe. So, if they bring River on the mission and they use her, then she earns her keep and is part of the crew. But otherwise, she just sits on the boat and it's just a passenger. It's like, I get that. However, Mal has already tried to save her in the past. And like, you know. And like the very <laughs> last episode, like, he even says like, oh, you're a part of the crew. Like, I don't know. It, right, that, right. That is like the only major thing I have a problem with for the movie. Something that was very... Very obvious to me, I don't know about to you, but Mal's character in the movie was much darker, much more serious. Um, oh, yeah. Like, there was not really any moments where he was lighthearted, like in the show, which mm -hmm. I'm not, like, opposed to, because I know that Joss Whedon wanted that to be more of Mal's character um, rather than being like the lighthearted guy. Well, I feel like it's also about context. I think the problem is that the movie doesn't give much opportunity for that. I mean, right. like in cuz in episodes, even when they encounter like danger and bad guys, they're like, "Oh, not this again." Right. And you know, and there can be some lightheartedness from Mal's character, but like like the first time they encounter real bad guys is Reavers. Reavers, which is like so, really extreme. Yeah, there's not an, a lot of time for the sarcastic quip. <laughs> and right. So I think it's I think it's more like just the about only the context. That... Lighthearted and hilarious part was when he was like explaining to the guy where he was gonna shoot him. <laughs> he's like oh, right. arguing with him where he's like, "Oh, you can just graze me." He's like, "You don't want to look like you just laid down and and, and, and that's it. <laughs> you know and that's before the reavers show up. Like he's still got a little exactly. time to be sort of sarcastic." <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think it's more the context of the movie that, especially like right from that moment on, like the weight and the subject matter of the movie is darker and much heavier, you know, more yeah. like darker, heavier, and like just has, you know, 
more story impact than any of the episodes did like by a large margin that it's it's tough for him to have that other half of his character be prevalent in the movie yeah which totally makes sense like i'm not i'm not very upset about it it was just something i noticed Mm -hmm. so i absolutely love the content of the movie like the the storyline, like, the fact that they get to finally figure out the Reaver storyline, like, it's such an interesting and forbidden topic, you know? Like, people right. even are like, oh, it doesn't, they're not real, they don't exist. Mm-hmm. And, like, in the central planets or whatever. But, I don't know, I, I liked the fact that they addressed that, and that it was a part of River's story, but I liked the fact that it wasn't it wasn't just about her. It wasn't that like River was integral to that plot point. She was associated with it. Like it exactly. wasn't like oh River's the key to the Reaver thing. Yeah. It it just like happened to be that those were associated. I'm like perfect because oh, yes. they happened to stumble into the one girl who's the you know like that would right. be right. <laughs> yeah, that'd be too. <laughs> that'd be a little too nice. <laughs> yeah, but I have a question. So uh huh. I completely agree, for starters. But I was going to ask, in watching the show, did you ever think, oh, I really want to know where the Reavers came from? Um, There wasn't really, like, I was, like, interested, but I just dis- kind of assumed because of how they played it that it was just, oh, these people that were, like they were saying, like they were, you know, the far reaches of the planets started to, you know, being cannibals and went crazy. And right, like, like, you there know, there was some sh- explanation for it right, given in the show. Very yeah. light amount. And it was kind of like more like, uh, you know, oh, they're not civilized. They don't, like, it was more along those lines rather than, oh, it was actually like medically induced. <laughs> like, right. So I wasn't ever like, oh, I need to know or... Like, I was more interested in development of River's story because, you know... Yes. There is much more mystery behind that rather than the Reavers, but I like I liked how they did it in the movie because, because of how they tied the two together. Like, I wasn't expecting the Reaver storyline, but it was, it was good. You uh, answered my setup question perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> because... I 100% agree, and that's why I think that I love this movie, because it's the classic, you know, mystery of a sci-fi scale movie, Uh but the mystery you think you want answered is completely insignificant to the one they give you, Yep, and it's something, like, like you said, during the show, you know... The Reavers and where they came from was never in the forefront of my mind. Right. Like, they were just kind of a side They were just a thing. Like, we barely even saw them in the show. Like... Yeah, like, we didn't actually ever see... Well, just... It was just the guy who became a Reaver. There's the dude who became one, yes. That was it. Because all of... All the other times, it's just their ship. Right. Chasing right. them. And so, it was never a thing that I was thinking about would even be integral to the movie even when they were like okay we're trying to go to this rock where the answer to river stuff is yep and And, oh it's through reaver it just happens to be through reaver territory right and it's like and that's just the kind of thing you're like oh plot 
Yeah. <laughs> they just need they need some conflict. That's yep. okay. Oh yeah. And what what's interesting to me is like so they're they're so aggressive and they're so far gone. Do they still understand that that's where their ha- home is? You know what I mean? I don't know, but like it at least makes sense for why the majority of them are there because that's where they started. Yeah. And other thing I was thinking about. So does that mean that whoever goes to that planet, if they stay there and breathe in the atmosphere, that they will either lie down and die or become a reaver? Like, <laughs> is that, like... <laughs> the, maybe. I mean, it's it's one of those things where you don't know if, like, they had successfully, like, permanently changed for the terraforming. Right, or the if they, like, atmosphere. they'd done enough that the people who were there were screwed. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, Mal's crew showing up and just breathing the air, it's all good. Right? Um, yeah, or... I was like, uh... <laughs> yeah, at first I was like, oh, they're screwed. One of them's gonna... <laughs> one out of ten of them, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, the rest of them are gonna just, like, have a nap. <laughs> one of them's gonna go nuts. Um, Probably yeah, never. <laughs> but... I I loved this moment in the movie and I it was it felt like up until that point it was kind of just like a larger longer higher budget episode of Firefly like uh-huh. that it there wasn't going to necessarily be some huge thing like uh-huh. there's okay they're advancing the river story but we don't know if it's going to get answered we don't know right. exactly like what's going to happen sure and then they're like, oh, this is how Reavers started. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, wait my a second. <laughs> like, I didn't know this is going to be this. And then from there, it just ramps up with, yep. you know, the whole dragging the Reaver oh my army. Gosh, that was amazing. That's like my favorite scene is just when it's he's like, so oh, good. he's not even turning around. And then like the Reavers just come through. I'm like, oh. Yep. That was awesome. That was uh. such a cool moment. And it feels like. It was a to me thinking about like the show and the movie. If like you know potentially the comic, I haven't read it, but if like the show is just the season and then the movie ends the show, that like that was like the larger than life moment that was <laughs> way bigger than anything that had ever happened in the show. That was like a perfect like holy crap! Like yep. <laughs> the crew of Serenity is doing this. Right. <laughs> like, that's amazing. Like, and and they're doing something that isn't like benefiting them like they're not getting money like they're actually doing something because they like Mm -hmm. are like oh like people need to know this like right it's like mal's old uh sergeant coming out of him exactly he just wants to help the people of the outer planets right it's it's the whole thing of you know ever since the war ended like he lost faith in Mm -hmm. anything and then like he finally is like i'm willing to die for this like people have a right to know this and one of my uh, one of my favorite other moments is when the operative like you know does this weird little nerve thing to mal's back and i'm like oh shit like this is the end and then all of a sudden he's just like nope (laughs) and then he explains (laughs) and is like all right, now you get to uh, what's the line? It's uh, no, oh, he says, oh, now I'm gonna show you a world. I'm without gonna show yes, yes, I'm gonna show you a world without sin. Uh, such a great and like the 
And it's great because, or the only way that the operative thinks that's possible is if you have no choice. And he doesn't have a choice. Like, he has to watch it. Right. Right, exactly. You have no choice. You gotta uh, sit here and watch this. Like, it's just such a great, like, turnaround. Like, uh. I like, and that scene also did give us, now that I think about it, a little more sarcastic Mal back. Yes! (laughs) In where, where the operative says, you know, are you willing to die for this? And Mal's like, yes. And then shoots him and is like, but that's not, but that's not the plan. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes that was a great moment oh was my very gosh. mal yeah and another favorite moment of mine at the end of that movie was when river actually does something useful <laughs> yes and I... runs out and murders all of the reavers and you're like this is what she's been like training for her entire life. Yeah, th- this was one thing that kind of surprised me is that I have friends who really dislike that specifically really? about the movie. Yeah, because I think it's because well, also because they wanted the show to go for like five seasons, so they <laughs> well, they pretend sure. like that isn't the end of the show. Okay. And <laughs> I'm like, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but well, because they because they wanted Rivers. Uh, whole character and thing to be more about like the psychic stuff rather than like sure. suddenly she's a warrior like well, and is see, now some ninja well, but I, I don't get it like she's supposed she's to be a, a sleeper, weapon yeah no she's a, she's sleeper, a sleeper assassin yeah. What's the, why would you make a sleeper agent not badass <laughs> yeah right like okay we okay we're gonna wake you up out of your sleep to read people's minds occasionally <laughs> like right uh, like what or, <laughs> She could be a Yeah, weapon. no, I I just like love that scene because it's like she she has problems with attacking them because I'm sure she can, you know, hear them and like is like these used to be people, but then is like, you know, overcomes the that fact. I don't know, maybe I'm reading more into it than there is, but like overcomes that fact because she's like, shit, I have to save my brother and all of these people that I actually care about. <laughs> Right, yeah. Like, she doesn't get, like, triggered. She triggers herself. And it's like, yeah. nice. Good job, River. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, you did something! <laughs> <laughs> you did it! Yeah, and I mean, like, the whole, the whole like, being able to pull off combat like that was, like, foreshadowed when she chopped those, like, five people yes! without looking at them <laughs> in the it's, previous episode. Yes, I exactly. mean, exactly. Like, you can tell that there's more to her than just the psychic stuff like and the you know quote-unquote crazy stuff like she yeah can she can be a con like a combative person yeah that was a really great fantastic ending like when Ugh, like so okay good. we already got the secret and it's like yes we won oh and river did all this cool stuff it's like just <laughs> yep. that little cherry on top yeah like we, don't, we don't open the doors and find a dead river <laughs> like, <laughs> God, that'd be dark <laughs> yeah that would Oof. Like, it, it was at that moment where, like, I knew, like, when River was pulled through, like, I didn't know how, but it's like, I know she can't die because, like... Right. It it would just, for one, it would make the Doc's character pointless because that's been his yeah. whole existence <laughs> has just been to protect her. It's like, if you kill her, then, like, man, we've got a, <laughs> a real hollow character <laughs> Right. Like, he's gonna be... Crew fucked (laughs) yeah but it was still a really cathartic moment yes you know i know you miss the show and you wish (laughs) there was more but 
and I do too. Like I, I really enjoy the show and the movie. It's just like now, especially I think, I think this time when I watched it, especially, I think I enjoyed it actually more than the first time I watched it because now I watch it as if it's 14 episodes in a movie. I don't right. watch it as You're if, not like, oh. gosh, I wish there was more of this yeah. thing. I'm like, no, yeah. that's, this ended in 2005. <laughs> like, that yeah, was... <laughs> no, I actually completely agree with you. Like, yes, I wish there was more, but I wish there was more at the time it came out, not yeah. now. Like, if they tried to make it now, it would be terrible. Like, oh, they would yeah. have to have new people for the most part. They, it, it just, I don't think I would enjoy it. And I'd rather it no. be... I'd rather it be left as it is than them try to make a decent go of it. Yeah. This is actually not my recommendation, but we're getting into that. Um, but <laughs> I just I, I just wanted to say, because I just watched uh, El Camino this past weekend, mm. which is the Breaking Bad movie that just came out for us on Netflix. Okay. And, you know, Breaking Bad ended several years ago. <laughs> like, same sort of yeah. thing. And so it's the kind of thing... Where you're like, I I wouldn't want them to do something like that unless it was like perfect, basically. That <laughs> unless it was like, mm-hmm. you know, we're doing it because of this rather than oh, we're doing it just to bring it back. Right, like like we were talking about with Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Like yes, if they they weren't just they... trying to fan service people. <laughs> no, and and they were able to pull it off. Right, and make it its own thing, and like yes. I think like to me. It was surprising because it was a decent time ago, but El Camino was kind of like, kind of like just an upscale episode of Breaking Bad. And since it was done by all the same people, all the same creators, you know, Mm -hmm. it didn't have any tonal change. It didn't have any character change. It didn't, you know, it felt like I was just watching the old show again, but just another episode. And so it wasn't like, oh, this crazy reunion comeback. Oh, it's Breaking (laughs) Bad again. Like. It was like, we want to tell a cool story for this short movie, and right. we're going to just do it, and do, and do that, rather than try to, oh, we're going to try to just fan service everything. And, it like, Firefly, if Firefly came back, which I agree, I think the problem is that I don't think it could do what El Camino just did. I don't think it could just right. have... Because I want, well, I definitely don't think it could come back for a long run, because, you know, it, yeah, it wouldn't oh, have no. all the same parts that it did before. And it's of a different time, but also like even if it just came back for like a one shot thing like El Camino, I don't know if it could do the same thing because, like you said, it wouldn't be all the same pieces as before, and it would feel like they're just doing it for the fans rather than because we have we have a purposeful story to tell, like we have a reason right. to come back for one thing. So yeah, it's unfortunate, but it was a great show. It was a great movie. Yeah, and like even though I. When I was younger, I hated the movie because they killed off my favorite character, Wash. Yep, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Wash. Alan Tudyk. Um, He is, like, I don't know why because I haven't seen him in a whole lot, but he is, like, one of my favorite actors, and I was very upset when he was killed. Well, he's absolutely hilarious he is like, so he is great hysterical. in the show like he is the comic relief and i was so sad when he he's died a com- he's a comic relief that his lines given to him are perfect and he delivers them perfectly like yes. it's a great combination of dialogue writing and that and alan tudyk 
knocking those lines out of the park and just making you laugh your oh, ass off. Like, oh my gosh, when he, like in the end sequence when he's flying and he's like, I'm a leaf on the wind. And Mal's like, what? What, what? <laughs> what are you yeah. saying? I'm a leaf on the wind. <laughs> I'm a leaf on the wind. Oh my God. Like, uh... And I understand, and also, you know, I I read that the only reason he was killed off was because he wasn't he wasn't able to say that he could do a sequel, him right. and Shepard. So sure. like that that appeases me a bit. <laughs> sure. Like it but wasn't I, like know, the plan, <laughs> right? And I think, and I think though, you know, he had the most like a perfect sci-fi pilot's death which is the very typical <laughs> right. do an amazing pilot thing and yep. then immediately die <laughs> yep. like and then like and it's and it's from stabbing it reminds me of matrix uh was it reloaded Tr- uh, trinity or, trinity in, yeah in yeah. the in, in i think the third one actually yeah yeah in it's revolution. the third one revolution yeah because, like, every time I see the, the scene in Serenity, I'm like, I just think of Matrix Revolution. Trinity! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yep. But, oh my gosh, it's such a sad moment. Because he, like, is like, I'm a leaf on the wind. He, like, he like keeps, he, like, says it again, and then he dies. And I'm like, oh. Yep. And, like, he doesn't have, like, a slow death like Shepard. Like, he instantly dies. No, instantly dies. dies. Which and then is it's good. also sad because, like, they still got more stuff to do, and right? And like Zoe's Zoe, Zoe like, just uh, like goes like full soldier mode because right. she just has to because that's what the situation calls it. for. She can't like yep. mourn him at all. So yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, it was. That was definitely a very brutal scene. I teared up more though for Shepard's death because it was like a slow death. You and know? like, and he he was just hanging out. Yeah, <laughs> like, like he was doing literally nothing. Right. <laughs> Him and the poor little boy. Oh they, my god! They, when Carrie they didn't, saw the they didn't deserve boy. it at all. Oh gosh! Oh that's, my god! Whenever not, I saw the bo- that bodies, that was on the, so incredibly ugh. intentional. Where when they land initially, that Kaylee yes. hugs that little boy. They do that uh, intentionally because yes, they know they're going to show you that scene <sighs> later. And I'm like, uh, oh come on! <laughs> the feels, man. <laughs> yeah, like, but they. I mean, oh it's, my gosh. you know, you gotta make sure the operative is. A real threat, and boy, right? Yeah, and yep. he kills every. Yeah, and he kills. I'll kill every anybody other to get person. this done. Yep. Yeah, and then uh, oh my gosh, when he, when Mal's like, oh, now I figured out what we have to do. We have to dress up like a reaver ship, and like people are like, Mal's gone crazy, like type of look. Like yeah, when he's right. like, okay, we're putting these people well, on the front of our ship. Yeah, we gotta like put these skeletons on the front of the ship and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh god. Yeah. Yeah. That's oof. But I did like, you know, Wash didn't get a lot of play after his death. I mean, like, no play after his death, except I did like, it wasn't like a, like a ham-fisted, like, it wasn't like Mal saying, I'm a leaf on the wind or something <laughs> like that. Right. But at the very end where it's Mal and River flying the ship away, and Mal's telling her what it means to be a pilot, and it's like, oh, you gotta love your ship. And yeah. it's like, because you know Wash loved his ship. I'm like, oh! Like, he doesn't right. say it. He doesn't say it out no. loud. It's like, but you know that's what he means. I'm like, okay, well, all right. I got something. Yeah, and also, like, you know that he misses Wash because, like, he didn't move any of his dinosaurs or anything. Like, they're still all there. And, like, that made me, like, my heart just ache. Like, I was like, oh! Yep. <laughs> Yep. Mal cares. Didn't, didn't mess with 
his his dash and all her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was that was sweet. Yeah. Such a great show. Great show and a great movie, but I think that wraps it up for us for the Firefly and Serenity yes. talk. Only you know till next time when they come back. <laughs> Don't I'm sorry, even say I, had, that. I had to do it. No, I, <laughs> I knew you did. No, that's it. That's the end. It's over. <laughs> it's over well, for them. It's over for us. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over now. Um, yes. So, Kevin, it's your turn to make a recommendation this week. Oh, yes, it is. So, I just saw El Camino. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I, I just finished uh, a sci fi book that I've been procrastinating and reading. Uh, called the moat in the moat in god's eye and it's mm. I, th- I think it was written in like 1974 it is an old mm-hmm. sci-fi book and it's a it is the i don't want to say typical because it's not a typical book but it is the humans meeting aliens for the very first time yes. and you have a you know an expanded human empire across planets and planets and planets and they mm-hmm. happen to stumble into an alien planet for the first time. And it's very unique. It it tackles that problem. Like, that's the premise of the book is, like, how would e- aliens deal with humans and how would humans deal with aliens if they encountered them? Like, mm-hmm. what would be their, their, you know, procedure to, you know, not screw <laughs> it up? And um, most of the hook and the interest is that. But at its core also is like a mystery Mm. and a mystery that you can tell that there's a mystery there, but you don't know what it is and neither do the humans. And it's, oh, it's, it's very good. It's like, it's, I I will concede it is slow. (laughs) It's because a lot of the book is just them getting to the aliens and meeting them and then, you know, starting interactions with them. Right. But, as the interactions progress and progress, you start to realize there's more going on and blah, blah, blah stuff happens. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> but by the end I was like, my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> like it's, it doesn't, it doesn't let off the gas once it hits its stride nice. in the, you know, in the middle of the book. So I would highly recommend it to anyone that likes typical sci-fi books out there. It's uh, it is a classic in my eyes. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Well, everyone, this has been Expand Cool. Check us out on Facebook.com slash Expand Cool or Twitter.com slash Expand Cool for episode information and polls for episode topics. Feel free to share your first reaction or your favorite moments of Firefly and or Serenity on our social media. If you want to directly support us, visit Patreon.com slash Expand Cool. Tune in next week for our discussion on Rogue One, a Star Wars story. I'm Sam. And I'm Kevin. Thank you for listening.